Hi, this is Ann Cavera with Speeding Past 80, and this is episode 11, and this is our Easter episode. I think Easter may be maybe the 14th, I'm not sure, but this is called Theology of a Leper. In 1966, Jim and I were Peace Corps volunteers in a little upcountry Liberian town called Ganta. That's where we came to know a woodcarver the townspeople called Freddie the leper. Freddie was one of the lucky ones who had received early treatment for his leprosy, and he showed no ill effects from the disease. The lepers lived in an out-of-the-way colony north of town, where they received treatment. Many of the people in this colony were woodcarvers, and some of them were quite skilled at their trade. Freddie was one of the best. He lived in a small house just outside the colony. From time to time, he crammed his carved elephants, antelopes, fertility dolls, and masks into a well-worn burlap sack. With his bundle over his shoulder, he trekked the mile or so into town and peddled his wares. Peace Corps volunteers made easy marks. Freddie often came to our house, stood at the door, and announced his arrival by saying, Bok, bok! Most of the huts at that time had no doors. And so if you wanted to enter someone's house, you just stood at the door and said, Bok, bok, as if you were actually knocking. Soon we had a lot of his carvings in our little cinder block tin roof house. One afternoon, Jim asked Freddie if he would carve a horse. Due to the prevalence of tsetse flies, no horses lived in West Africa. Freddie had never seen a horse, so I drew him a picture. Well, I'm not an artist, and unfortunately, the horse Freddie carved looked exactly like the picture I had drawn. Sometime later, Jim asked Freddie if he would be willing to carve a crucifix for us. At first, he seemed confused until Jim found a picture to show him exactly what he meant. Freddie thought he remembered seeing a small one on the wall at a nearby mission. Several months passed before we heard Freddie's familiar bok-bok at our front door. Eager to see what he had for us, we welcomed him. What Freddie pulled from his sack that day took our breath away. He had carved a crucifix, about a foot high from a single piece of mahogany. The smooth, dark figure of Christ hung with both dignity and profound agony. It brought to mind the long walk 2,000 years ago between a certain government building in Jerusalem and the place outside the walls where the worst of criminals met their death. Just as it did the first time we saw it, this crucifix still reminds us of the poor who are crucified by hunger, poverty, and disease. But there is another thing about this crucifix that haunts us. The face of Christ is African, but that did not surprise us. There is a familiarity about this face that brings back particular memories. It's the thin face with its narrow jaw and high cheekbones of this Christ figure that hold our attention. You see, Freddie had never been close enough to a crucifix to see the features of Christ. It seems he must have modeled the face of Christ after the one face he knew and understood the best. The face Freddie carved on our crucifix was his own. Isn't that what Easter is about? No matter who we are or what we've done, when we get really close enough to see the face of Christ, it's always our own.
have a second story. I've always had a very simple faith, one that was formed in the Baptist churches I grew up in. It was in a little country church outside of Charleston, South Carolina, that I first encountered Jesus and banana pudding, the southern kind, with layers of vanilla wafers, fresh bananas, and creamy pudding topped with a thick layer of toasted meringue. This little church had something called Dinner on the Grounds, and this was an event not to be missed. Mama handed me a plate and said to help myself. At seven years old, I gravitated toward the fried chicken and the desserts. I had never tasted banana pudding before. It was an epiphany, an awakening. I think I had four helpings. When it was time to leave, Mama found me curled up in the grass underneath the picnic table, waiting to die. Fifteen years later, having recovered from the banana pudding episode, as a Peace Corps volunteer, I met the kindest, funniest young man I had ever known. He happened to be a Catholic with an impressive faith. I did not want to go to one church while he went to another, so I became a Catholic and went to church with him. This, for me, has been a blessed choice. Today, my faith is still rather simple. Talk to God often. Listen to Him even more. Don't ever eat more than one helping of banana pudding. There's a thin line between having just the right amount and falling into a deep abyss. And love everybody. We're all having a hard time down here. As we celebrate Easter, here's my favorite verse of Scripture. 1 John 4.16 God is love. Everyone who lives in love lives in God, and God lives in them. Happy Easter. Uh, Thanks for joining us. We'll be back again next Tuesday with more stories of faith, hope, love, and laughter. And don't forget, we have a book of stories called Grounded in God, available through Ligori Publications and Amazon.